1: Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash people today.
0: A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times.
2: with Nicola Hume. We hinted at this in our last episode and we promised she'd be back with her exciting news. Before we go to her though I have to introduce my co-host heading across the airwaves to my lofty friend Harry Benjamin. How are you?
1: I'm very well, how are you? It's nice to uh, get back in the seats. So I know Tomo was here for part one, I watched that and he was fuming that he wasn't going to get to interview Grosjean
2: and uh, quite rightly so. Yeah, he's not happy about that. I I just said go and have a fight, go and and have a scrap. We did, we did and I won. Well, you are about 30 times bigger than he is, so, you know, to be expected. Um, What's new with you? Anything on the horizon? Yeah, can't can't talk about it (laughs) (laughs) though.
1: Yeah, Uh, there's some cool stuff coming up. I mean, it's a busy part of the year now, really. After this long, it's like the spring break, they called it, isn't it? Um, Now it's like, I don't know how many races in the next month or so, but there's a lot. So F1, F3, uh, some other bits and bobs, um, which I'm looking forward to. Um, So yeah, it's going to be an exciting, exciting month. I can't wait to to get properly stuck back in it. I feel like I need a refresher of how Formula One works because I just feel like I've switched (laughs) off over the
2: last few weeks. (laughs) You'll be fine. Shall I introduce today's guest? Uh, Yeah, probably. Probably. So, Nicola Hume, the return, the sequel, part two, the rising. She's back on the, <laughs> the Motormouth podcast for the second instalment <laughs> of our chat. drift. Uh, <laughs> and this time she comes bearing news that we can talk about this time. Nicola, welcome back to the Motormouth Podcast. How are I'm you? very
3: well, thank you. I've, I've got a little bit of a cold, so I'm hoping I'm not gonna yeah, sound too You Sound a, a little up. bit cold. Yeah.
2: Oh, did you catch it from uh, one of your guests on the new blog? No,
3: it wasn't. I can- <laughs> God, can you imagine? And then I'll be tweeting everyone going, just so you know, just so you know.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Look, uh, we, we will come on to that in just a moment. But before we do... um. I know you were very busy at the weekend. Did you get a chance to watch any of the Formula E? Because I was in Berlin at the weekend to watch the race. Um, did you have a chance to see any of it?
3: I haven't seen any of it. I, yeah, I was so bit, I've been away, I've been working and a bit all over the place. The only bit I saw was the protest clips. Yes. That's that's all I've seen from FE for over the weekend.
2: It was funny. I wasn't in the grandstand at that point. I was behind the grandstand having a, a quick beverage in the Heineken um, area. And Solid choice. Uh, well, I thought so, it, and which is pretty poor form considering it was it's right at the start of the race, and I should have really been in the grandstand. But I I didn't know what was going on until I saw about five police officers uh, and security guards sprinting past me um, behind uh, the grandstand towards a gap in the fence where they could they could go onto the track. But it was all extremely dramatic, and and thank God the cars weren't moving, or it could have been um, could have been a lot lot worse. To to protest. Of all the things to protest,
1: uh, an electric car racing series—you know—if you've to I get if you want to protest a Formula One race, but to 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 do that, I mean, Formula E, you know, the whole thing about it is championing sustainability and and electric mobility within inner cities. It's like you probably should have thought that one through a little bit better. And also, you're right; it is just a bit dangerous doing it as they're warming up their tires on the starting grid.
3: I mean, now I just I don't even think that they're they're thinking about what sport they're protesting i mean they were at the snooker a few weeks ago
2: uh, yeah. <laughs> that, that's true yeah that really wound me up i mean what yeah. what an unnecessary thing to do to go to a snooker tournament and put that orange stuff all over the the table you it's know what absolutely... was really
1: satisfying to watch those when they were hoovering it up and that they were doing a rip like it was just sort of it was quite ah. satisfying to watch <laughs> that's a sport in itself
2: i missed that
1: I, know. I enjoyed um, the formula yeah. E though. I, I watched both races. And I'm I, I saying the second race where sort of nobody wanted to really win or nobody wanted to be in the lead. And I was talking to a few people who were there. And it's like, oh, dear, it's such a shame. You know, no one wants-. And I was like, I didn't mind that. Like, it was quite tense. Like, you know, someone got to the front and they were like, oh, no, I can't really be here for too long because we're going to use up too much energy. So I've got to drop back some point, but I can't drop back too far. And I thought it was really good. And, and it didn't get to the point where, because they were all so bunched up. Mm. normally there's like a huge collision or something and then it's all haywire but they were so on edge for such a long time i thought and no major crashes i i was more interested like that i found it more interesting than usual
2: yeah the the only thing that that's sort of getting me going now so right for context, as you know, uh, Harry, I've never been a massive fan of Formula E, mm. but I, I've been I've been really trying. But be, being there in real life in Berlin, I was so impressed with it. Like the venue was actually really cool. I wasn't expecting much. It was a great venue. The Both races were brilliant. But it was interesting because a lot of people are now starting to moan because there's so many overtakes you know and it's a little bit manufactured with attack you know they go off to the attack zone or whatever they call it these days um and um they're, they're now complaining that it's it's too forced too manufactured too much going on it's like you know a cartoon race there's so many overtakes that it's got it's got silly and you just can't win You got, but
1: then you, you can't like you know in, in f1 drs that is a manufactured thing to try and boost overtaking but yet do we get that you know everyone complains that we don't get that much overtaking formula one you know even with these new regulations in my opinion it's not quite lived up to what we were promised yet but you can't win i think there's no middle like can't you have a middle ground i love the extremeness of it i think that makes it fun and totally different which is why you know i I, i've never uh, you see all those people initially about oh it's going to replace formula one one day it's like no it's not it's never going to but it runs as a brilliant side thing with top Drivers and it's yeah. fun. And at the end of the day, sport is entertainment. It always Absolutely. is.
2: Absolutely. And, and actually, with that entertainment in mind, Formula One has had a little play around with their regulations. Nicola, what what do you make of these new regs that they're putting in place? um Do you think this is going to be good for the show?
3: What new regs on Formula One? Are you talking about the sprint race? The sprint race, yeah. Right, Yeah, so I saw the announcement yesterday and um, because we're recording, I don't know when this podcast is going out, but it was announced when we're recording, it was announced yesterday. Um,
2: In in virtual world, it'll be, it'll go, uh, where are we? Three days ago.
3: Three days. There we go. It was announced three days ago for when you're listening (laughs) as this get released. Um, Yeah, it's, I think, I worry that it's going to make the sprint race pointless if that makes sense, because it's not affecting the grid at all for the main race on the Sunday. So now it just seems like, oh, let's just have a race for the sake of having a race because it's fun. Everyone go really fast for 100 kilometres. Well, yeah, go! just. But the I think I think the drastic... will just be the points, the points situation for especially the teams lower down where the the lower amount of points that you get from a sprint race will actually matter to them a little bit more. So maybe you'll get teams that will push more for the sprint race that that will, yeah, push more for the sprint race rather than the main race because they'll know they'll get a small amount of points in that if they really throw everything in. I don't know. I don't know if I, I don't know if I like it.
2: Mm. Yeah, meddling, meddling. What do you make of it, Harry?
1: I... (sighs) Well, I feel like I want. I'll happily watch it in action first. I always think I'd rather watch racing and qualifying than practice, right? Um, so you know, we get rid of a pointless practice session. That well, that which was is a pointless. Pointless practice yeah. session when it was a sprint race weekend. Um, I think it, it for a fan perspective, especially if you're there in the grandstands, it's more sort of bang for your buck. Essentially, you know, because I think you'd rather see racing at the end of the day, right? Than than. Friday practice. Although I do enjoy watching a Friday practice because I'm weird, but at the same time, <laughs> if there's a, a sprint shootout qualifying and a race, you know they've sort of the sprint shootout. They've got compulsory tires that they've got to use in Q one, Q two, and then the Q three section of it um, is using the soft compound tire, I think, and and that sort of looks like it would be a bit of a one shot shootout thing, which could be quite fun and exciting. And I think the fact that now it doesn't affect the Grand Prix, as as Nicola said, it might actually be better because, you know, we'll have teams fighting maybe a bit harder um, and knowing that there won't be any consequence for where they start the Grand Prix race. The one thing Mm. they are, I think, concerned about is um, damage and the costs and how that fits within the cost cap. Um, But that was already an issue anyway. So um, that just sort of continues. I mean I compare I do I watch a lot of Moto G or Moto GP obviously and they've introduced sprint races this year but instead of Formula 1 we, you know we had sort of 3 and then 4 and then 6 they've just gone right sprint race every single round we're doing it let's go and it doesn't affect where they start their Sunday Grand Prix race which I wasn't quite so uh sure about to begin with but actually seeing them they fight so hard in that in that sprint race now and it's so much fun and you just think oh my god amazing mm. it's going to be this is brilliant to watch and it's short sharp and quick it's a great sort of endorphin booster to watch but then you worry that someday i was just going to be a repeat but it wasn't you know it was it was different qualifying orders it was yeah um, and you different know, strategies different at strategy. play
2: yeah 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 no I, I think it could be good i mean they're all hardcore competitors so they're going to be giving it their all um so let's see uh, an interesting tweak and and uh, fairly positively fairly well received by all accounts I think across social media so it'll be interesting to see how it works out we've obviously got a a lot of races coming up Uh, Nicola any bold predictions anything you're expecting to see over the course of the next few weeks
3: Uh, I'm expecting to see exactly the same that we've seen in the first three. I really am. I really am. I think Red Bull are absolutely going to be up there and that's not me saying it because I have a contract. This is me saying it because (laughs) I genuinely think that. I think Max... And Checo will be at the top. I think everyone's going to be still pleasantly surprised by how amazing Fernando's going to be doing. I think um, Mercedes will be creeping up a little bit further because, you know, they love they do a little bit of moaning and then they do really well. That's kind of what Mercedes tend true. to do. So I, I think we'll see exactly what we've seen for the first three races.
2: W- well done towing the party line there. Very yep. good. It's well a well rehearsed. Is... Well no, rehearsed.
3: no, shut your face. Listen to me. <laughs> Well Christian no. Horner
1: is a wonderful <laughs> no. team principal, which is why oh. he has been at the helm of Red no. Bull since two thousand and five. No. No. Um, no. Have I ever no.
2: told you how much I love the colour of that car?
1: <laughs>
2: Delivery year on year just gets better and Listen better. Listen to oh. me. Listen
3: to me. That was those not, incremental
2: changes. That was are not
3: me. But,
2: okay. To okay, say let's that. we need to put this in context uh, for those <sighs> that have been under a rock the last twenty four hours or when this goes out the last seventy two hours. Um Nicola. Tell the people your exciting news. What, what are we talking about? this is this is hugely exciting for your announcement can <laughs> Guys, we put this an in like with the make. little red things on social little yeah. alarm bells Ooh. go on then <laughs> H- hit us with it uh
3: so i am the new host of talking ball the official red bull racing podcast <gasps> and there's my dog barking <laughs> celebrating, oh, <everyone's laughs> celebrating.
2: Look, my cat's just got freaked out by that he's like whoa <laughs> what what's this the dog no, it's it's tremendously exciting news so, so have... god rodney what's what, what's that with rodney <laughs>
3: I don't know. It could be someone walking past the house. Rodney! Rodney? I think he's all right.
2: He's okay. He's, he's got, got himself right. under control. Yeah. Do you have to rename so, him
1: Red Bull now?
3: Or... <laughs> uh... <laughs>
1: Sure.
3: <laughs> i'm not under like a mega strict oh. contract no, actually, i just t- say you've got, you've
1: got two haven't you so there you go max and Checo. done <laughs> oh, <laughs> i've
2: like, oh, got <laughs> larry and
3: rodney larry
1: and
2: rodney this is going to be like when we interviewed william's story about rich energy shouldn't say that in front of you anymore but when, when we uh, interviewed uh william's story he, the first thing he did was open up a can of rich energy have you been given drinking. any red bull <laughs>
3: I mean there is there's as much as you wanna drink as soon yeah. as you get to the factory. There is honestly, there is a fridge in every room. Well, I in see every, every room.
1: Some of the Red Bull content creators that there mm. are have got given um a little mini Red Bull fridge. So I feel yeah, like if that's fridge. not written in your contract, you should really kind of be be gaming for that over I'm the course of the year I'm to have to try and get
3: one of those do you know what I had yeah. I had one of the tropical ones because if you actually I'm just gonna I'm gonna uh plug here um so episode one with Christian Horner um on the official Oracle Red Bull Racing YouTube channel oh, yeah. you can Oracle, watch it you can watch uh the video but on on the table there is the constructor's trophy and there's two cans of Red Bull and on the either side they're not like the classic cans of Red Bull one of them was tropical and I tried it because I'd never tried it before and it was really nice really yeah, nice
2: that's not me that.
3: contractually having to say that that's Fair me enough. being completely Fair. honest
2: this is not a sponsored podcast it's not at all um the, it, how's it going then i mean you you've done one show one recording so far right mm-hmm. how was that were, were there any nerves did you feel comfortable going into it because this is a big thing i mean it, this is this is in terms of audience and reach This is right up there, isn't it?
3: Yeah, I was really nervous. I was was really nervous. I've done a lot of big jobs over the years, you know, done a bit of telly stuff, big radio stuff. But this I I just found because we we arrived and so the whole thing in the studio in the factory is filmed at the eSports studio. So there's like a whole esports room that they've got. And we were like, this looks really cool. Let's film it in here. So there was this whole set that was built up and you're all kind of arriving and everyone's sort of gearing up, getting getting everything prepared. Then the trophy arrives. No one's allowed to touch the trophy. You can only touch it if you're wearing gloves and all this sort of thing. And then uh, we started like setting up to record and Christian arrives. He was really lovely, by the way. He arrives, you know, we had a, a quick introduction and stuff and sat down. So then if you picture the scene, It's me sat opposite Christian and then we've got three cameras, two for our close-ups and one for like the wide shot. And then behind that is probably about fifteen people, roughly. So you've got a lot of people there. Yeah, so you've got like the production team from Sony Music and from something else that are part of the production, but then you also have people from Red Bull sort of stood there as well, just kind of making sure that everything goes okay. And because it was the first one, people wanted to come in and watch. So it was like, okay. And I just felt I was sat there like, oh, this is really overwhelming. (laughs) I can't believe I'm sat here right now. What is my life? And uh, yeah, I definitely felt really nervous. But I think after about 10 minutes, I think I I relaxed a little bit. And I was like, okay, I'm all right now. Although I did get dry contact lens eye um, about halfway through. And I was trying not to wink at him. If you wear contact lenses, right? (laughs) If you wear contact lenses, you'll understand what I'm saying. You get a random dry eye every now and again. And you find yourself just kind of... Wink. it looks like you're winking at people so I was trying to kind of sort out my (laughs) contact lens while trying not to wink at
2: Christian Horner and make him uncomfortable (laughs) he's like "What? What, what what do you want Why are you winking
3: at me?
1: Crucial crucial question though. Was the trophy a replica or was it the real deal? Did he reveal that off air?
3: No, it wasn't revealed off air. Um, So there was this whole chat, if you haven't seen or heard it, there was this whole chat about about the actual trophy that he brought in because we were doing a whole thing where uh, each guest will bring in an item that means something to them that's significant to them within their time at Red Bull, right? And he brought in the Constructor's Trophy. And it had to get, but it was brought in and we weren't allowed to touch it. I was allowed to touch it later on, but I had to wear gloves and it's all very much leave it here. Nobody touch it. Nobody do anything. So you're like, if it's that serious, it can't be a replica if you're not allowed to touch it. Right. I don't know.
1: But it, I think it'd be the real it one. Was inter- it was interesting. It was funny when he said, "Oh, well, I mean, we could have replaced it with a replica." That's how the FA going to know? But it's probably Mercedes replaced it many years ago, yeah. and it, <laughs> Mercedes had the real it's one. It's a Mercedes replica. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> but I mean, I, I mean, I, I watched the full thing. It's on YouTube and and wherever you get your podcast from, and it was it was really enjoyable. Like I think it opens up a slightly different side to not just. Um, christian but like the other guests that you're going to get on you know it's not you say in the show it's not just the big hitters you're going to get the people who you don't know about as well who work for the team
3: yes everyone so we're, we're our next guest is adrian newey the man the legend um and then we're going to be chatting to and like engineers mechanics uh, i've asked to speak to one of the drivers personal trainers just so mm. we can you know see how they train and i, I want to chat I want to chat to everyone because there's so much going on behind the scenes with any Formula One team. And you don't realize how many people make this thing work smoothly. So it would be really nice to, yeah, just to chat to everyone and just pick their brains and be like, what do you do on a day to day basis? Tell me about yeah. your job because this is fascinating.
2: Is there, is there anyone you're particularly looking forward to speaking with?
3: Um, I think Harry might know the answer to this, but um, I, I'm very excited about chatting to Daniel Ricardo because I kind of love him a little bit. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um,
3: yeah, I'm, I, I don't know when that's going to be. I, I haven't been told when that's going to be. I don't even know if it's going to be face to face or if I'm going to be in a in a separate studio or something like that. We don't, we don't know yet, but that's, that's the, He's that's got the guy I'm order. really excited to chat to. <laughs> yeah.
1: That will that will be epic. I mean, yeah. so how, how did it come about? How did you get the job?
3: Well, um, it was kind of like um, everything all kind of merged together perfectly. So, I mean, I've worked with cars for years. So I've worked with like auto express and car and reviewing cars and doing all that sort of stuff. And I've always been a fan of Formula One at the same time. So and worked in radio. So everything all kind of combined together. Now, what happened was I got a message from a friend of mine called um, Ollie, who used to, be, he used to be my boss when I used to work for Heart FM. And he was actually the guy that like got me my job at heart. And he now works for a audio production company. He works for like a podcast company called Something Else. And he went, just so you know, a friend of mine is like making this podcast and it's about Formula One and they need a host. And because I know you and I know you like cars and I know that you follow Formula One because you talk about it all the time. Can I give him your name? And I went, yeah, go on then. That was it. That was the end of the conversation. Didn't think anything of it. Just went, yeah, fine. Because, I mean, that happens, doesn't it? Can I give your name to put forward for this thing? And then you just don't hear anything ever again. Mm-hmm. So I just did that and then ignored it. Got on with my life. And then it was, yeah, two weeks later. It was about two weeks, two and a half weeks later, I got an email from a guy called Simon at Sony Music who oh. went, who went, can, can, uh, can I give you a call uh, like now? I went, uh yeah. And at this point I've completely forgotten that I'd spoken to Ollie at all. And it was, uh yeah, we would like to offer you the um Oracle Red Bull Racing Podcast. And I was wow. like, so no shut no auditions
2: up. or anything. Just, no. just straight in there, boom.
3: No, so what ha- apparently they've been stalking me for a couple of weeks. Ooh. Yeah, they've been like all over my social media, watching my videos and stuff and watching car reviews and seeing everything that I post, making sure that I am the, the a fan of Formula One, that I'm knowledgeable and that you know, that I'm good enough at what I do. And then they just offered it to me. And then I put the phone down and was like, blimey, blimey. And then what happened? I phoned my husband straight away. He was the first person I phoned. I went, you're not going to believe this, but this has just happened. And he was like, no way. I was like, seriously. And then the second person I phoned was Harry. Uh. (laughs) Because at the time, Uh, so at the time, at the time Harry and I were kind of working on some some things together because we were trying to sort of, do do like some podcasty stuff together for a bit of fun, and and I, I was like, and you went and no.
2: ruined it all. I
3: was like, Harry, you're not going to believe this, <laughs> but I've just been offered this, and now I don't know what to do.
2: <laughs> Bloody and now amazing. here we
3: are, yeah, insane.
2: Oh, yeah. yeah, and you've and you've taken it. It's happening. You've done the one with Christian. You've you've got Agent New coming out. So so how many can we expect over the course of the year?
3: So this year it's ten episodes. And we're hoping, hoping, although I haven't it hasn't been confirmed, hoping for a bonus episode that I can't tell you anything about yet. Um, so and it's definitely 10, potentially with a bonus.
2: And does this involve any travel to races? Mm-hmm. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> That's my
3: answer. Everything's gonna be at the factory.
2: Yeah.
3: Unless unless it's not unless, at the
2: factory. Unless you go to the race. Yes. Yeah.
0: Well I we don't know I mean, yet. I
3: don't actually know yet. But that's uh, uh, hopeful. We're hopeful. Yeah. But the, the point is we're going to be at the factory chatting to the people. That's kind of the point. But then I suppose when else will I get to chat to the drivers if it's mm. not a, at a race? Was
2: that your first time at the factory? then? And have, have you been to Formula One factories before? Because they, they are quite incredible places. And Red Bull is is certainly a decent size factory as factories go. You it's have to huge. go to Milton Keynes,
1: though. That's the only thing.
3: Yeah, yeah Well, there Keynes. is that.
2: Mm, roundabouts
3: it is massive it's huge and it is getting bigger it's like a the best way to explain it is like um like a university campus it's it's huge. There's loads of different buildings and then there's more buildings to come from when uh, they're going to start working with, with Ford and they're going to start manufacturing the engines and stuff there at Milton Keynes rather than getting it sent in from Honda and from abroad etc. So they're building more things even further down. But we went, uh, it was about a month before we recorded with Christian, it was about a month before we went and did a factory tour so that we can kind of get an idea of what the place was like and I was blown away by it. It's it's unbelievable. the the sheer size of it, the scale of it is incredible, but the 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 details and just the little things of what has to go into making a steering wheel and how clean the place is. It's so clean. You would expect yeah. it to be like a dirty, grubby garage, but it's really not. Everything is no, so clean. Not
2: anymore. Very surgical. Days.
1: What was the sort of? Was there anything unexpected that you you sort of stumbled across when you were touring around, or, or something really cool that stuck with you?
3: Oh God, was there? Well, that, I mean, trophy there. I mean, the that trophy cabinet's not bad. I mean, the trophy cabinet's there as soon as you walk
1: in, right? Mm. Yeah, as
3: soon as you walk into reception, you do, you you, cr- you crane your neck all the way up to the ceiling, Jeez. and it's just trophies galore. It's unbelievable. And uh, there's a room as well, sort of, this is one in one of the buildings called MK7. There's a room there which is just massive and it has every car from the first Red Bull all the way up to the 2022 car. Wow, and it's like cool. a whole semicircle of Red Bull Formula One cars. And you walk into the room, you're like, oh. And I just got yeah. excited about touching the tyres, you know. <laughs> I was like, they're so smooth. I know they look smooth, but they genuinely are really smooth.
2: I was like, wow. Yeah, smooth and shiny. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're amazing places to be, these factories. And it, yeah. its I guess you've got to pinch yourself at points because that's a very privileged position to, to find yourself in, to be able to, you know, just go to the factory, let alone work in there and meet these incredible people. I mean, that really is... One of pro- you're probably doing one of the most sought after, if not the most sought after, will Buxton content followed, you. Jobs. Will Buxton followed, followed you. me. Yeah. And Red Buxton. Bull. <laughs>
3: that,
2: that guy will be doing impressions of you soon. What's his name? Oh, um, yeah. The- Connemore. Connemore, that's it. Yeah. <laughs>
3: He's actually, his Christian that- Hall is really good, isn't it? it
2: uh, his yeah, Carlos yeah. signs is really good, I think, as well.
1: um I mean, so it's one episode a month uh, till sort of the end of the year. First one's already out um and it's on youtube and, and podcast places what's for you though i mean i know you have sort of you've done cars and that's been your main thing for the last couple of years but you've done radio and you obviously love a formula one and want to do more of that is there a kind of goal like what more do you want to do like in terms of sort of job career wise
3: um i am at a stage where i just say yes to everything that's 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 it um I would like to say I have a target, but I think uh, my target at the start of the year was was to work within Formula One. (laughs) And and I got got the call by the end of February. So (laughs) I don't really know what to do now. (laughs) I really, honestly, I I just, I can't believe that this is happening. I still, I'm I'm absolutely over the moon and just completely blown away by it. And I was texting Harry on, uh, when was it? So the first episode came out, on what day is it today Wednesday. the it? uh, first we... came, episode came out on tuesday yeah. i was texting harry on monday night going maybe they're not going to announce it maybe this is too good to be true i know i've recorded it and it's definitely it definitely done it <laughs> but i just is this actually happening like, i just couldn't believe it just couldn't believe it and now um i've finally managed to sleep i feel like i haven't slept <laughs>
1: first one's out of the way the band-aid's yeah. off and it's out there it's actually amazing because yeah. like i met i met you in what January was it January we didn't know each other we knew kind of of each other a little bit but we got put in touch to maybe kind of see what what we could do together if we could make a project and and you you know I knew about you doing heart because we both have radio backgrounds and whatnot but the 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 pace at which this is all happened is is incredible like you know we 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 met in some coffee shop what in Seven Oaks wasn't it (laughs) like that was halfway between (laughs) us just to like get to know each other and you, you know saying all this stuff about F1 blah 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 and but you hadn't worked in it yet properly, and now like you're you're the bloody oh, host for the for the Oracle Red Bull Racing podcast talking. I still Bull.
3: can't honestly.
1: In the space of just... a month or two.
3: I believe in manifestation. I believe in do manifestation. You? Yes, I do, and uh, and I do. I think maybe where where every, everything that I've done, everything that I've said yes to, everything has built up to this thing, and I've managed to somehow manifest it I don't know how it's happened but I do think I do think maybe hard work manifested that's it how somehow. it happens hard that work as well. and yeah. a bit of
2: manifestation yeah yeah no I'm all, I'm all for a bit of manifestation it's it's really exciting and um you know massive congratulations it's it's a huge deal and um long may it continue hopefully we'll see you there for a very long time and and you know it's gonna it's gonna put your career into a totally new place so we're all really really excited for you many many congratulations and thank you for joining us again because we had you on last week um and and we did tease this information so it's nice to finally be able to talk about it so thank you for coming back on and sparing the time i know it's going to be a whirlwind for you over the next few weeks Um, but um, Nicola thank you so much once again and I'm sure we'll be hearing more from you on the Motor Mouth podcast thank
3: you that was very nice thank you very much
2: we love Red Bull
3: (laughs) 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 that's nice finish yeah
1: Thank you so much for listening to the Motormouth podcast. Do make sure you give us a follow on our socials, Twitter at Motormouth underscore, Instagram at Motormouth underscore official and Facebook, just search Motormouth. You can also download the Motormouth app where you can get exclusive video content from MMTV, create your own social profile to interact with other fans and check up on all the latest happenings with whatever motorsport takes your fancy. We're also proud to be supporting the Brain Tumor Charity too, so make sure you check the links in the podcast description to find out how you can help cure brain tumours quicker don't forget to like subscribe and review and until next time you've been listening to the Motormouth podcast